Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your first fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 2nd of February. Today, the Socceroos take a World Cup hit, a GOAT retirement confirmation, and Cricket Australia hits back at fiery claims. But first... You never like to see any athletes suffer a serious injury. Man, that sucks! But when that athlete is one of the most likeable, resilient and consistent world-class performers that Australia has produced in recent memory, it really sucks. There's a rebound the Jazz needed their 14th Joe. no, 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 no. no. I hope it's knee to knee and I hope it's nothing else, but Joe is uh, in pain. He's been so durable during his career. And you heard him yell too, man. Jinglin Joe Ingles is set to miss the rest of the NBA season after tearing his ACL in Monday's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The long-term injury breaks an incredible run of durability from Ingles, who has played 635 out of a possible 650 games for the Utah Jazz since signing with them in 2014. Sounds exhausting. Unfortunately for Joe, the timing couldn't be worse, with his current contract set to expire at the end of this season. And with the injury's expected 9-12 to 12 month recovery time, Joe's availability for next season is questionable, meaning he'll be relying on the Jazz or another team to trust in his powers of recovery and rehabilitation to reward him with another big money NBA deal. I object. Cricket Australia has hit back at reports suggesting that a meeting between coach Justin Langer and chief executive Nick Hockley and high performance manager Ben Oliver got fiery. All right, let's just stay calm here. CA released a statement yesterday stating, quote, we reject outright the assertion that the meeting was fiery or heated and that Justin was asked to reapply for his job, end quote. Yeah, it's always a good sign, isn't it, when a sporting body is forced to deny reports about the contents of a meeting that only involved three people, all of whom work for that organisation. I have learned that someone in this room is a squealer. Meanwhile, Langer's confidence in his own position as the national head coach will be decided on Friday, when Cricket Australia holds a board meeting, when Langer's future will no doubt be top of the agenda. On Monday's scorecard, we picked up on reports that Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, was officially retiring from the NFL. Tom hadn't been answering our calls, so we trusted the NFL Network had it right when they said, Tom Brady is officially retiring. And while Brady threw out some breadcrumbs that maybe he wasn't finished on his podcast Let's Go the other day. Has anything changed with you since we last spoke on Let's Go regarding your retirement? You know, it was a good week for me and I'm just still going through the process that I said I was going through. So sometimes it, it takes some time to really evaluate how you feel and what you want to do. And, and uh, I think when the time's right, I'll be ready to make a decision one way or another, just like I said last week. Do you have a timeline? I don't know. I know when the time's right. So like I've always said, it's, you know, I'm very blessed to play as long as I had. When I know, I'll know. And when I don't know, I don't know. And I'm not going to, you know, race to some conclusion about that. Now we play the waiting game. Well, at least he didn't make us wait too long. In the early hours of this morning, Brady posted a statement to his Instagram account confirming that he has, in fact, thrown his last competitive pigskin. In an eight-swipe post, Brady said, quote, I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career and now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention, end quote. But the most notable aspect of the whole statement is that while extensively thanking his current team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their players, coaches, fans itself, hell, even the city, there was not a single mention of the team that he led to six Super Bowl victories, the New England Patriots, or the man that coached those teams, Bill Belichick. Oh, no, he did. 
Oh, yes, he did. Maybe those other things that require Tom's attention are mending some fences in New England. First, the Matildas are dumped out of the Asian Cup, and now the Socceroos World Cup hopes have taken a big hit. Well, don't yell at us, dude. We didn't do anything. Exactly. Without doing anything, the Socceroos' chances of qualifying for this year's World Cup in Qatar have dropped significantly. Tell me what happened. I want to hear it all. Well, reminder, the top two from each Asian World Cup group qualification in the third round automatically qualify for the World Cup. And second place Japan's 2-0 win over first place Saudi Arabia overnight is like a gut punch to Australia's qualification hopes. Please explain. Because after the Socceroos could only salvage a draw against Oman this morning, Japan's win means the Socceroos are now three points behind second place with only two games to play and will now have to cause two upsets in their final qualification matches when they take on the top two teams Japan and Saudi Arabia. And even that might not be enough. It's just a joke. Yeah. So keep Australian football in your thoughts and prayers, please, because it's going to get rough. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 2nd of February. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.